What's up, everyone? I'm Shafi Malik, and you're listening to the Who Dropped the Popcorn podcast. The premise is simple. One of us picks a film that we know the others haven't seen. We all watch it, and we come here to discuss it. Joining us tonight is Dave McHugh. Aloha. Andy Newlands. Everybody was. (laughs) (laughs) And all the way from the north of England, Kyle Hammond. What are we, some kind of suicide squad? (laughs) (laughs) Here's your warning, we'll be going into heavy spoilers. So if you haven't seen the film, we thoroughly recommend you watch it before listening to this. Here's another warning. The film that we've chosen today is from Hong Kong. So we apologize beforehand if we mispronounce any Chinese names. Soundbows. So, Shaf, um, it was your choice at the, uh, at the end of the last episode to choose the film. So do you want to talk a little bit about why you chose it, the name, and um, anything else you want to say about this insane film? <laughs> yes. So I have chosen <laughs> 1987's Eastern Condors, uh, directed by Samo Hung. The, my last choice was a bit kind of controversial because both Dave and Kyle had a bit of a they were a bit of an quandary with it because they it was had a lot of issues that they felt like they didn't feel that comfortable talking about. So I thought, well let's just What was your last choice? Was sorry to bother you. Oh so, wow fucking hell that seems ages ago now. I know it's mad isn't it? Racists. Racists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah probably because they're racist. So that's why uh um so yeah I've I've chosen this film, it's, it's one of my favourite action films. I mean, I've wanted to choose a martial arts film for a while. And I thought, well, what's the best sort of crossover martial arts film? A film that won't kind of go too deep into the, the kind of long fight scenes that kind of has the action gunplay as well as uh, martial arts. And I thought this would be perfect. So Yeah, nice. Good balance. Good balance. I think what, what I'm going to do is this episode, I, I think we should just try and talk about just the action genre in general and what you guys sort of, the films you guys love, you know, uh, and, and right. don't love. All right. um, and, you know, and, and we'll go from there. But um, yes, we will be talking about this film and we'll be talking about my love of Hong Kong cinema in the 80s and 90s. And uh, and also what Dave loves about it, and what we love about uh, martial arts cinema. So Kyle, Andy, you can just yeah, you guys. Can yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I know loads about action films. Before we get on with the, uh, the talking about this specifically film, I've, I was sort of doing some thinking the other the other day, and throw the ball to you guys about what adult action films you saw that you probably were too young to watch dangerous tides Channel jameson <laughs> adult action films oh i thought um, adult oh, as in sorry. basically 15 oh, uh, or 18 certificate oh these are all like triple x i'm sure, I'm sure like <laughs> you've written these jokes before haven't you you i sent because i sent the message on whatsapp you probably thought i'm, I'm going to say this really funny joke and kyle fell for it someone says what adult movies did you enjoy when you were too young i said action films yeah, but, yeah. Dave, Dave's joke writer gave me some money to laugh at Dave's jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Kyle, what was sort of like the first action, like adult, you know, action films for sort of like that 15, 18 certificate that you sort of watched as a kid? Probably, funnily enough, it was probably either Jackie Chan or Bruce Lee films because wow. when we were in like year three, year four, year five, you'd be like, take Channel 4 tonight at one in the morning because Lord of God <laughs> You're is a trash. Man. Meals, yeah. Meals on Wheels is on, or sorry, Wheels on Meals. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it might, it might have been them. It might have been James Bond, probably like a Roger Moore James Bond. Mm. I don't know. But, yeah, so, but that's that's nice action. That's nice. That's nice action. Like the Jackie Chan stuff is pretty nice. You could get away that, with that. But I probably saw Robocop and Terminator Two around the same time. So what? How far oh, did too you young. watch? So did you watch um, Terminator Two upon release when it came on VHS? Uh, so yeah, when, when it went either to VHS or to Sky, yeah. Yeah, so, that's I, I I had, so I we were nine years old. It. I had toys from it when it was in the cinema, um, right. but obviously didn't watch the actual film until I was able to watch it. Right. The first Van Damme film I watched was Kickboxer, so God knows how young I was when that came out. Yeah. So that was 89, was it? So that would probably mm. been another Sky Sky Movies job as well. It depends massively whether you watch it, because on I watch most of mine on TV, so a lot of it would have been cut, I guess, like a fair bit would have been cut. But I watched Predator 
on a proper yeah. VHS version with my dad. It's like, you have to watch it with me. And I was only about nine when I watched that. And like we, so it's like, that was the first one I watched properly on a VHS copy. And again, it's like, it's cool. It's awesome. I don't think it's going to affect you. You know, you're just watching Predator. It's great. Enjoy yourself. So I think fun. I watched Escape from New York or LA or something, and that, no. that freaks oh, me out. Like, there's this mad bit where he's like on a surfboard or something, like that's, riding a wave or whatever. That's always that's that's... Escape from LA. Is that LA? Yeah, it's from Escape yeah, from LA. I was too young for that when I, when I was watching that. I have no recollection of that. I have no recollection of Jack no, Chan no. films being on Channel 4. Because when they released the Bruce Lee um, biopic, I'd already seen four or five Bruce Lee films. Wow. When did that come out? That was 93, 94. Yeah, that's pretty. That's a shit film, but I did quite like the fight in the in the sawmill, like a fake fight, but a real fight. Is that in shit a biopic. film? I loved it. I've not seen it for twenty odd years, but I loved it. I remember. I remember as a kid not liking it. I guess it's kind of fun that fight he has outside, where he's like, "You steal my woman," and then they go outside, and he kind of gets cut, and he's like, he tastes his own blood, and he's like, bah! And he goes ape shit, and like fucks them all up in the alleyway. It's a. I don't know. Maybe maybe shit is a bit harsh, actually. Sorry, yeah. It is a bit harsh, shit. Can we just go back to Kyle saying Terminator 2? So, yeah, we did... what? So that was when we were about nine years old when that came out. And, wow. And and we... Us watching that... I was, te- I was talking to a friend about this. Um, Terminator 2, first thing is that there are some, like, weird stuff that happens in that film regarding, like, the... So Sarah Connor's in that that institute oh, God, yeah. and yeah and then you know the guard like before he locks the room he like runs yeah. his tongue along her face and you know yeah. as a kid oh, it wor- just freaks you out right it, that's worse than yeah. anything in robocop that's worse than anything in robocop that's the thing that was always forgotten about these really that's the guy gets his dick shot off in robocop but it's do you actually of, see the dick come off though no of course you don't a guy gets melted by well, then it's, acid or whatever no, but yeah I, I, get, I get dave's, we get I get dave's point just, i get it's yeah, all just yeah, gruesome yeah. stuff, that, like playing Mortal Kombat. It's all just gruesome. It's not yeah, yeah, real, is yeah. it? But it's it's just basically hinted, isn't it? It's not... Yeah. Um, Terminator 2, a lot of people don't realise that even though it's like got this huge bombastic action, you know, it's like one of the kind of like biggest blockbusters, you know, at, at that time, it's really patient in like in its first like 20 minutes. Because let's say if you'd not watched any trailers or anything like that, you and knowing... And having seen Terminator 1, you would probably, for the first 20 minutes, still think that Arnie was the villain. Because there was nothing, you know, and it really sort of is. And I don't think blockbusters are that patient anymore. Dave, what would, and we've got a different question for you. What were the sort of first martial arts films you started watching? Oh, it was. It was like literally Kickboxer and Bloodsport. That was it. I I don't even know how I found them. Like, I just... Stumble. I guess I stumbled across Kickboxer and Bloodsport because that, that's my earliest rec- um, recollection is just those two films. I watched them that's with my mum. That's how me and my brother watched them with my mum. Yeah. I just something about Kickboxer and Bloodsport. To it's just me really, and to watch yeah. like films we should be watching. But yeah, it's it's great though. It's only a, it's only fighting and stuff. It's good fun, you know. It's nice. Well, that's the thing. That's what I was going to say. Is that I think my the reason why I was allowed to get away with watching these films was because. I think they probably thought action and violence or whatever is quite harmless. But when it came to boobies or, you know, um, like, you know, <laughs> sex scenes, that's it. That's being switched straight off, you know, but. Yeah, because like, like there's no boob action in any of Arnie's films, really. There was like no women really in these films, was there? Because it was kissing, like these, these action stars never kissed like a girl really ever, did they? Well, that's the thing. Well, because I've just watched The Running Man recently, there is... He kisses her right at the end. Fucking hell. I mean, that that is just an odd thing. <laughs> like, he breaks into this woman's flat. <laughs> he, like, um, he ties her up, and then he says... And then he kind of demands that she runs away with it. And then when she says... When she refuses... He like pulls the bench off uh, the floorboard because I'm going to say, say please. <laughs> so, you know, and the fact is, and then at the end, oh, what, you know, there's no sort of like chemistry between them. But then at the end, he kind of goes in for a kiss, which is crazy. I mean, admittedly, she did find out that he was um, framed and 
he did, I guess, save her life. So, you know, it's very James, kind of James Bondy, I guess. But, yeah. you know, he was framed for the Bakersfield Massacre. So regarding me and sort of like martial arts films, so um, I remember being nine years old and uh, going to London and my cousin taking me to like a, you know, a video shop and then we were trying to figure out what to watch and then like him um, looking at a, a Jackie Chan film going, have you seen any Jackie Chan films? I said, no. And he goes, oh, mate, you're going to have to, you're definitely going to uh, love this. And then uh, so we hired out Project A. And, oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, it was unlike anything I'd seen. But then during that sort of night, when I was like 9, 10, 11 was when all, it was like the heyday of those Jean-Claude Van Damme, Dolph Lundgren films. And so, yeah, I was, I was watching kind of Kickboxer and Death Warren and um, Red Scorpion and Showdown in Little Tokyo and all, all that stuff uh, as quite, quite a young age. And then, and then yeah, I, I thought that around about 11, 12 was when what Channel 4 did was they played these um, Jackie Chan films every Friday night about one or two o'clock in the morning. Um, and that's when I saw um, Police Story for the first time. That's when I saw Operation, sorry, uh, well, Operation Condor and Armor of God um, for the first time. But actually, even before that, um, Golden Harvest released, so the Golden Harvest, the studio behind this film that we're, that we're going to no. talk about, um, they released a like a compilation film called The Best of Martial Arts. And I'm pretty sure both Kyle and Andy, I must have shown it to you when you came over to my place because it's a, I used to show it to everyone. And it was just basically a compilation <laughs> of fight scenes that go, went on for two hours. And so regarding that scene in Armour of God, I know the, you know the, the where he's uh, where she's where he's uh, fighting the five women. Like I know that off the back of my head that that you know I, I know the moves, the cuts, the sound effects, the soundtrack, mm-hmm. like everything about that scene. I like I know and know like the back of my hand. Yeah, and then and then what what it was is when we were around about thirteen, fourteen. I remember Dave talking to me about. Um, kickboxer and and then we started talking about kind of like martial arts and action films me going well have you seen hard boiled and him not knowing what i was talking about then i lent him hard boiled and that was basically how like mine and dave's like friendship kind of started yeah. was like that the love the love of like hard boiled and the my love hard-boiled of changed my hard boiled changed my life like it really did like it's not an exaggeration. That's that's when I realised there was just this whole other level. And I'm quite glad I did it in that direction. So I, I kind of, not to slag Jean-Claude Van Damme in any way, because I think Hard Target, it should be up there with all of that other stuff. But it was quite nice that I did it in that, in that direction. Because if Shafi watched sort of Project A first and then was sort of watching the late 80s, early 90s, other Western ones, I'd be a bit like, oh, no, this... This is a drop down. But for me, uh, it was always going up. It was just this upward trajectory where I really enjoyed the discovery. And I still I still love Kickboxer. And Bloodsport, I struggle with a bit. I find when I watch Bloodsport, it's great. It's such a fun film. And it, it's it's great fun. But it, it really looks bad at times, Bloodsport. When you watch Bloodsport, it really looks like a million miles from actually hitting the person. And it's just too much slow-mo. And it's just too safe. You know, none of None of these, I don't think any of those fighters really risked it, you know, risked. Like Jackie Chan would go in and might die, basically. That that was Jackie Chan's commitment yeah. to this. But I don't think anyone in Bloodsport risked, even risked a black eye. I'd be like, come on, let's do it. This is our chance. This is your one chance. If we get punched properly once, it doesn't matter too much. You know, don't kill me with a roundhouse kick, but... There's a couple of bits in Easter Condors where I'm like, did they do that for real? Because they must be like <laughs> paralyzed <laughs> from that. Yeah. That's mad, <laughs> so, so the thing is, is that um, it's funny though, because John Claude Van Damme's earlier film was No Retreat, No Surrender. And that was actually done Hong Kong style, that action, because it was directed by Corey Yen, who we're going to be talking about later on. Yeah, it's it's funny that you know it's they, those those fights are so fast, and then right. kind of it and and it sort of regressed to um, like a kind of a slower. And to be honest, it's I mean, it's kind of like it's just like a different flavor. I mean, it doesn't. It's not. It's not saying that one one is yeah. better than the other. You know, some people might actually prefer the action in, heavy, the, in those the sort those of heavy slow mo and it's like that big kicks and stuff. But yeah, yeah like watching. 
it's yeah, watching maybe retreat no surrender, it's so insanely fast, isn't it? It's just like, yeah. whoa, fuck me. And maybe some people say, look, I can't even take all that in. I prefer the slow mos but it's mad. Like I know it's weird. If I'd seen that instead, and I sh- I mean it's not as famous because Jean-Claude Van Damme was the baddie at the end, but the first time I saw that fight, it's just crazy. Like Jean-Claude Van Damme, <laughs> it's like a wrestling match as well. He like pulls out the cord from the thing and wraps it around his neck. No retreat, no surrender. You need to remind, because it's been a while since I've seen it, Dave, but I think it's basically there's a kid whose brother is, is his bro- older brother is a martial artist. He, ba- this kid. That's best like, of the best, mate. It's best of the best you're talking about. Uh, oh, was it? Okay. He, he, <laughs> no. um, he, I, the kid idolizes Bruce Lee. So what happens is the ghost of Bruce Lee starts teaching him martial arts in his garage. And wow. um, it's not it's not the ghost. He he's reading it from a book, but they, right. he's got a, let's just say he's got a vivid imagination. So he learns it from a book. So it's quite a unique twist on things, really. Yeah, and then basically the big bad guy is John Claude Van Damme. The uh, the fights are, are pretty damn good. So all for all three of them hold up. To oh man, yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. It's incredible, and that makes me think there must be a few other Western ones that hold up. Because if you look at the ratings, it doesn't differentiate. And I'm like, no, there must be like an American Ninja 3 or something that is the shit. And you just don't know about it. So I need to check these all out. No matter what it takes, I need to watch all of these films. So so one more thing before we get onto the film, but I'm not sure if you remember, but BBC Two did an actual martial arts sort of night. It was like one Saturday night where they played... So they did like a, a like a couple of documentaries about martial arts cinema and Hong Kong cinema and stuff like that. And then they played Enter the Dragon. Wow. Then they had some more kind of documentary stuff like that. And then they played The Prodigal Son. Three Ninjas. <laughs> no, not Three Ninjas. They, then they played The Prodigal Son. Then they had like a whole load of documentaries after that. And then they did, oh, Touch of Zen. They had the Touch of Zen. Wow. And then, and then for the that's rest really high, of the that's night. That's really high brow, though. I mean, that's really high brow. Yeah. Um, and then the rest of the night, they played episodes of Monkey back to back. So, <laughs> uh, Andy, so you, do you remember Monkey? So I'm really sorry. I don't remember Monkey. I'm sorry. <laughs> monkey was, hey, what was Monkey? I don't even well, know. I, I haven't seen any of Monkey really, but I've seen loads of it, but I haven't seen it. used any to be on Sky so One. Back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> it's monkey. Um, it's, a, it's, just... it's like a fantasy, <laughs> yeah. like a martial arts TV show um, yeah. where basically these the animals. Late 70s are... or 80s? <laughs> yeah, I think early 80s, I think. It must be. Just to like ride a cloud like a magic carpet <laughs> yeah, and stuff. Yeah, it was yeah. brilliant. Yeah, it was just yeah. wonderful. It was wonderful. It was what everyone wants to be. It just was. Yeah, so there you go. That, that's, can you stream, uh, can um, you stream that? Is there anyone? I'm sure you can. I'm sure. Didn't they redo it? Didn't they do like they a reboot? Remake? Yeah, they did. They must have done. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's outrageous. So, okay, let, let's get to um, Eastern Condors because we've gone quite wow. long. So, Andy, would you care to recap this film? Hey, 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 what's that you say? It's Andy's articulate analysis. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure exactly what happened in this film. So my understanding is there were some weapons that had been left in Vietnam, and um, the U.S. government wanted them to be destroyed so they didn't get into the hands of the Viet Cong. And then this is why it gets a little bit mental. I don't know why they didn't just send in the army. They they seemed to pick some prisoners, and I don't know whether those prisoners were like just to kind of be a decoy. I guess. But anyway, these fucking legend prisoners, like, end up in the jungle and, like, kind of like, what is this film? Is this film a comedy? Is this film a martial... And then I'm like, yeah, no, it is a comedy because there's this stuttering guy that, like, has to open his parachute after 20 seconds and when he <laughs> lands on the floor, he's only on 16. So then I was like, okay, this is... This I, is proper, I proper laughed out loud at that bit. I know. If, you, <laughs> if you've got a stutter... That's one of the funniest jokes I've ever head. seen in yeah. film. Counting in your head, that's what I've done. Counting in my head. Yeah. He's like, so, um, well, no, the yes. fact is he, 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 he saw it as a problem. And if he'd only told them, well, I've got the stuttering problem, someone could have just said, you can just count in your head, mate. You don't worry about that. 16? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, that's it. They just go on a mad adventure, and then there's lots of other bits I don't think. So it's like it's like this, it's like this lieutenant guy that's like, oh, find my brother. So they're like, I think the brother is like pretending to be like. Turns out he's not mentally disabled. He's actually pretty badass himself. And then like there's yeah. these like gorilla gals like who are quality, and then um, and then it's just mental. It's just like it's just like <laughs> the difficulty that I had when I was going through this film was like because I've seen so many films, I hadn't realised how many like big proper films had like taken stuff from this movie. So I, I wish I would have seen this movie twenty. 30 years ago. Um, just crazy shit. The adventures they get on, like, kids playing Russian roulette, but not with their own brains. Like, other, like point blank yeah. shooting, people's hands getting... And anyway, sorry, I'm going to piece. So basically, yeah, they're, no, they're, go they're ahead, going through fine. the jungle and they're just, they're just going on these <laughs> mad adventures. And the next minute, it's fucking Rambo 3 with machine guns, the bridge over the River Kwai. <laughs> then they're in this golden eye base. You think Pierce Brosnan is going to turn up? And then fucking... <laughs> You could hear the game music. Dun, 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 yeah, totally. Dun, dun, Honestly, it was, dun, dun, it was quality. Yeah, and then they like, you know, the safe day. And then for me, oh God, the end, the last 20 minutes of this film is just the fucking coolest thing ever. Like, don't get me wrong, I liked the jungle stuff. I liked the Russian roulette and the bridge scene and, and all the fights and all the rest of it. But um, Oh, it's just mad, this film. It's got everything. It's got uh, missiles. It's got kung fu. It's got, as Kyle was saying earlier, like he plays the main character if he would have had sex with Shafi because they kind of look like a hybrid of the two of them. <laughs> it's just insane. And like, and this is like motorbike with like balloons on it and everything, which I'm going to fucking make my motorbike look like tomorrow on the way to work down the avenue. So that's kind of it, I think. That's it. I don't really understand this film. I don't get it. I don't really fucking know what the hell was going on but it's it was a good adventure and uh, <laughs> another great shout by Shafi Malik. Did you enjoy it? Uh Andy yeah, that's the most important part. Yeah. Like I must admit like the first half hour I was like what is this? Like is it mm-hmm. slapstick? Is it comedy? Is it martial arts? Because at some point it's like Jesus this is the most insane martial arts film I've ever seen. And then like other bits it's like this is some of the funniest stuff I've ever seen. Like it just it goes from like funny witty one-liners to suddenly you're Robert De Niro playing Russian roulette and then like then it's like really good fight scenes and then like it'll go to like some woman just doing roly-polies to enter a door for no reason but that's fine and like it's I like the fact that like all I've done for the last five years ten years or whatever is watch the Avengers CGI and all the rest of it it was lovely just to sit down and watch a movie where it was all like physical it was just human beings doing physical um acts because I, I don't see well i don't see that in the sort of movies that i watch these days so um yeah it was great it was really really good and really funny um but obviously just a lot going on and fucking you know it's, this ain't a film where you can look at your phone for a second because everything's in subtitles as yeah well. so you got you got to be like shit what's going on now and where are they and all the rest of it and um Oh, just those gorilla girls were so badass as well. But um, yeah, the best thing for me out of this film was just how much I can see other films have not stolen or taken or whatever, but it's definitely influenced. I think certain films, particularly the likes of Stallone. So um, yeah, that that, that yeah. point blank machine gun bit, Rambo Four is definitely oh, stolen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like yeah, it was great. It was great. It's interesting because it sort of feels like. The baton was being passed because I think I think this film possibly is influenced by that second Rambo film, just in its genre. That's all. Like mm. just in its, you know, um, the fact. I mean, I'm pretty sure that second Rambo film was hot shit at the time, and that was uh, that was in '85. This was released in 1987. So, you know, possibly a fit, the popularity of that second Rambo film possibly instigated maybe the idea or just the genre of them sort of making a film like, like this. So it's interesting that, you know, yeah, you, you, you guys are dead on, right, that, that Rambo 4. Because that, um, Sylvester Stallone has, you know, wholeheartedly said that he's a big, like, Hong Kong um, like cinema action you know, fan. Mm. 
So, um, so yeah, I, I mean, I think you, you're right. You guys rightly say that possibly Rambo Four was was influenced by the madness of this as well. Yeah, man, it was great. And I uh, just one one other thing, like the villain. I just want to shout out to the villain. We'll talk about him later. But that that little fucking giggly it's villain. Yen, so it's Yen Wa. Oh, it's um, just so good to have a villain who's a badass. Yeah. And I was all like, you know, I, they're almost like, like we were talking about the other day in Bond films where they were literally going up the stairs fighting one boss after the other. It was quite good that that was in the movie as well. Like they were just getting to the final boss and then like, oh, God, it's so good. Uh, have you, Andy, have you seen Shang-Chi? I'm really sorry. Again, I've not seen anything apart from Will Smith movies and... Um, no, no, Shang-Chi is the <laughs> Marvel film. film. The Marvel film, Shang-Chi, the, you know, the, the most recent one, the pop, yeah, the, the Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. It's on Disney Plus, yeah. right? It's like one of the... Uh, <laughs> it's, like one, no. it's like one of the biggest blockbusters of last year. No, I'm been out. Been in. I only watched Ant-Man. Kyle, do you recognise... You recognise him from... Yeah, yeah, he's, he's the, uh, the guy that teaches Aquafina to... Uh, yes, yes. yeah. But yeah. when I watched, watched Shang-Chi, I recognised him anyway. I'm like, I know that guy from something. And think, well, right. obviously, he was a Jackie Chan, an old Jackie Chan film. Kung Fu Hustle, um, mate. That's his finest role. I've never seen a, mar- a martial arts film as well. Like, that bit where the villain is doing the fucking eagle claw, all like, and he, like, oh, is in so his shoulder. Badass. Holy yeah. fuck! I was like, "This is insane." I've never, I've never seen that. The, the cat's paw used with such effect. Yeah, it was yeah. Mad. is that what's called? Like, cat's paw. Fucking hell! Nice. I mean, there is there is a referred to as the cat's paw in, in some comfy films, but it's nuts, isn't it? It just feels like he's going to rip this old. Believe it was happening. He's pulling his sh- shoulder blades apart. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just love that whole thing. I thought Sean Bean was going to turn up as well at one point. <laughs> it was just amazing. What? I love the first kick he does where the, the guy just runs towards him and just fucking pulls him with that kick. Yeah. The guy's been about 10 metres, yeah. I'll tell you what, the best, the best bit is where he gets the chain and hangs the guy. Yeah, that's yeah, unbelievable, yeah. that. Like, and just think that's still practical as well. So God knows yeah. that guy was probably hanging himself at that time. Yeah. The, be- the best bit is when Summer Hung jumps from about a mile up holding two grenades and then just yeah. lands in the drop. Punches that guy out and goes, come on, okay. we're gonna We're going to talk about our best bits. We're going to talk about our best bits. <laughs> Dave, would you say of that sort of era of like Golden Harvest and you know, Jackie Chan, Sam Hong films, would you say this is probably the, the most serious and sort of intense of, of those sort of films? Yeah, I, I mean, it does... It's, it, it's it's interesting the balance like Nunes was saying about sort of comedy and how they talk to each other at times and then some insane violence like when he's standing on a girl's hand as uh, and it's been chopped <laughs> off and he's like kind of going to fucking stand on your stump of a hand so yeah I've never I've never seen um, that level of sort of it would be the last <laughs> probably the last the last film that you would show your children as they were growing up would probably be because <laughs> Because he does one of the girls like stabs that guy in the bollocks, and Look, then there's asshole, like a, mate, a, in the asshole, and the, it was in the asshole. <laughs> I yeah. saw that at ten years old. Well, this is this is explaining a lot now. <laughs> and there's like this weird homage to the graduate, where the other woman just pops up from behind <laughs> it as the <laughs> gra- homage to the graduate, and I'm like, fucking hell, that's nuts. <laughs> mate, mate, it's like it's like, mate, could you? What would you do if you just put your legs over your head and? If this uh, this woman is going to bring a giant machete down to your ass crack, and now what? And now, mate, can you just stay there while I zoom the camera over your ass crack <laughs> from the for, from the foreground to the background where we do a close up of this woman's face? Is that okay? It was uh, yeah. You say I'm saying nutsack. You guys are saying asshole. Let's let's agree. It's the gooch. Yeah, get the gooch stabbing. I've never seen a gooch, gooch, a gooch stab. stab. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's definitely it's definitely the it's the last it's definitely film I've shown my children. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. no one wants to get a gooch stab at never. But no. I suppose better. <laughs> but, but an ass crack, but an ass crack stab is not that bad. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fucking mental because that scene is awesome. I went in the hot tub earlier and I was trying to um. <laughs> I was trying to do that thing where... Why where are you rubbing your nipples while saying something? I'll talk about it. <laughs> when she, she, 
<laughs> where she that, that person goes upside down in the water caves and takes oh, away yeah, yeah. oh yeah 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 oh what god almighty man love it no. I thought you were going to say you tried to jump out of the water like they do when they land on the boat. Like a dolphin yeah. just came out of the water. <laughs> I know, they knew there's one more scene oh, where she's actually standing on the boat and then she's just like, honestly, breaches out of the water and just like, Wah. it's so cool. So cool. I love it though. It's just so fucking <laughs> mental. It just stabs the shit out of everyone. Yeah. It's so enjoyable. Okay, so back to you, Kyle. What, what, what's your overall opinion on this? Yeah, one. I loved it. Yeah, um, it was fun. It was it was, it was a good it was a good mix of comedy and like gore and and action. A uh, little bit too much slow mo for my liking. Uh, every every kind of like big fight seemed to have a weird slow slow mo, and then the the echoey like street fighter kind of when you defeat. Other than that, yeah, it's great, really great. Yeah. That's the I don't know if you watch a load of those films. That's the rhythm, of, like you know, it's pa pa pa. you sort of know the rhythm other than the final fight they're all quite short aren't they they're not there's no like long fights really yeah they need to have less scenes of people pissing in the jungle every 10 minutes someone's (laughs) going for a piss i don't know what's going on with the director but we're like we need another piss scene what is going on what we did we haven't got we haven't got a script what what we're gonna do this next scene i might as well just piss in the jungle take a piss (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm pissing in the rain no one can see and it gets gone down instantly <laughs> yeah mate they really. can see what are you on the road <laughs> yeah. do you remember the scene where young Beard sort of right, uh, kills those three dudes he sort of like fucking double kicks them both in the head then he flicks up the sort of coconut thing it's like a Nike football advert oh and then god just, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that's, that is literally the inspiration for every Nike advert in the 90s I was like yeah. oh so badass. Honestly, have, have you, Carl? Uh, no, sorry, Newlands. Have you seen Enter the Dragon? I'm really uh, sorry. Once again, I've not seen any movies That's, outside of Smith. That, that is that is a, <laughs> honestly, it's, it's like a it is a kung fu Bond film. It's yeah, really yeah, yeah. good. It's but, really enjoyable, and that is, I mean, that is, I guess that is the reason why a billion people took up kung fu, really, isn't it? Enter the Dragon is the film because it was. It was like, do you everyone wants to be James Bond, and then everyone suddenly wants to be Bruce Lee? It's just like, it's fucking great. It really is cool, and it's it's got all the James Bond traits. Feels like Doctor No a bit, but it's it's his own film. It's his own your own unique film. It's really really worth watch. It's brilliant. Wow. It's wonderful. It's fantastical, amazing film. It really is cool, and the coolest maybe the coolest poster ever. I get involved. Yeah, yeah. I think you you'd you'd love it, Andy, for just for the score. Yeah. Just for the music, you would love it. Yeah, geez, I didn't even <laughs> Yeah, um, you'd love it. Yeah, and also that's that's a film. If you watch, if you watch Enter the Dragon, you realise how much has influenced so many films as well. Yeah. Because loads of films, th- there are so many sort of similarities. Um, I can, I've uh, not seen also. it for years, so I can only remember the mirror stuff at the end. The rest I can't really remember. Yeah, yeah. it's really hard to remember it's the film. Like it's weird. That's so famous that mirror scene. Because it's all cut up and it's all famous, so famous. So that yeah, was so, so yeah. So basically, um, just a, a like a simple primer on kind of like Hong Kong uh, cinema was that they would they would kind of there was a big studio around the seventies called Shaw Brothers, and a lot of um, martial arts kind of classics came from that studio. And then around about the eighties, there's a there, another studio called golden harvest um was kind of starting and uh, actually no probably like mid 70s it was kind of like the rival to shaw brothers and what it was is that bruce lee came to shaw brothers and sean brothers the shaw brothers that weren't you know too sort of impressed with bruce lee so he went to golden harvest instead he started developing this american film with golden harvest so then they did this huge um you know, they they had this kind of big tentpole called Enter the Dragon, and that's what sort of blew everyone's way. And it, and that you know that's what put Golden Harvest in sort of like the forefront of um, sort of Asian kind of action cinema. And so the sort of generation that came after Bruce Lee, you know, sadly passed away was Jack, Jackie Chan, um, Samuel Hung, basically the the lead guy in in Eastern Condors who directed this film as well, and Yum Bu. So Yum Bu is the guy with the kind of the curtains, the kind of like the the hair that goes down um, over rats. his eyes. Rats. 
the new romantic. It's like all the new romantic, like doesn't it? Yeah. And he so they, they basically what they they called themselves the three brothers, and um, because they what it was is that they all trained. They didn't really have. They weren't sort of raised up in like a Shaolin temple or whatever. They actually came from um, the Peking Opera. So they basically learned kind of like physical, their sort of stunt work has all got to do with um, sort of like learning performing arts, uh, but it was more sort of like acrobatics and stuff like that. So I'm not sure if you've sort of, if you've ever sort of seen like, you know, like clips of like a peaking opera or whatever, but it's sort of very like percussion based. There's always sort of like music in the background while they're sort of doing all these sort of acrobats on stage. So the, these sort of films, these, these kind of 80s, um, Hong Kong kind of golden harvest films they're directed in a style where the action is sort of like to a, a rhythm you know and it's all sort of rhythm based and so with the way kind of the, the fight you know the punches are thrown and blocked and the way it's cut and the way the sound effects are it's all to a sort of rhythm which is what I was talking about kind of like punch 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 block 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 and then a big slow motion kind of like hit, you know, and, and and that's what, if you watch enough of them, you'll sort of get that sense of rhythm. It's like you said with Singing in the Rain as well, didn't you? It is, it is a dance. It's there to just solely entertain. Yeah. It just makes you feel good when you watch it. And it's just like, wow. Those 70s Shaw Brothers films, they, that kind of peaking style and, and, you know, Drunken Master and Steak and Eagle Shadow oh. and stuff like that. All, oh. all of that stuff, all of that stuff is very... That is more like Peking Opera, where it's there's like there's hardly any any cuts in the fight scene, more like a dance than anything. But then what oh, they ended up yeah. doing is they found this in these the eighties, they changed the style where they were like, well, we want to kind of make we want to make these films that are set in modern times, and we we want to kind of do make it make the sort of action a bit more visceral, where you feel a punch and you feel a you know, so that's why they kind of found this sweet spot, which is in between action and dance is sort of like, it, it fo- feels like rhythmic, but sort of, you know, hard hitting at the same time. That's awesome. Like, because awesome. it's like, it's like the, the point of these Kung Fu films are, they, they say, I'll make you look great. You make me look great. And that's the deal. It's like, together, we'll dance and we'll make it because no fight would ever look like that but it just looks so good on film it's still it's brutal it's still brutal as fuck like drunken master young master snake and eagle shadow that is a trilogy watch those three back to back and then if you've got time just throw in the prodigal son because why not but it's it's unreal it just when you watch those fights up on the cliff edge and you're just like oh it's it is dancing it's it's fucking incredible like it's it, it's so 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 good i can't describe it so Andy, you're you're aware of the John Wick films, right? Yeah. Oh fucking hell, no! <laughs> that that scene where he's cruising around talking about dancing, the nightclub, the music. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, nice. oh my yeah. god, mate! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave introduced me to that, and you know, Dave, you were saying fucking hard boiled egg or whatever before change. Like, well, John Wick has changed my life. <laughs> Have you not seen Hard Boiled, Andy? Uh, again, sorry, I've not seen any film apart from <laughs> mate, John Wick's right. So, mate, oh, it's yeah. just fucking. John Woo, mate. So he did Face Off. Yeah, I like yeah, Face Off. Seen Face Off. Yeah, it's it's fucking quality, man. And we yeah, we, no. watched, we watched Hard Boiled just before he started doing American films. He did. Uh, what yeah, was that the, was like ninety two. Was the Travolta yeah. and Christian Slater one? Oh, Broken, Broken Arrow. Arrow. Broken Arrow. Yeah. I think was that his first American film? No, f- uh, no, Hard Target. Hard Target. Dave said. Oh, okay, right. Okay. Which is is one of the most underrated films ever made. No, but sorry, what I was going to say um, to Andy about John Wick was mm. that. That's directed by a guy called Chad Stahelski. And what it is, is that he he's basically all the rage now. He's sort of very popular. And the reason why is because he started this company called 8711. And 8711 mm. is basically him and um, Chad Stahelski as... Um, like he was the stunt double for Keanu Reeves in the first Matrix film. He just wow. has kind of like a huge stunt background. He was in like um, like some directed TV, like you know Bloodsport Two and stuff like that. So mm. the thing is, is that but what he said is it, him and all of his sort of stunt like friends when they when they started doing when they started the company and they they started uh, you know working and you know doing stunt work they would just spend their nights watching these type of films like you know 80s 
like Jackie Chan, Sammo Hung, Yum Bio. Imagine, imagine that was your evening. Just so, so they would just spend each night. They would be, be in the gym and they would just what they would kind of do their workout and all that stuff and do their choreo, plan their choreography and all that stuff. But then they would oh, just spend their it. nights just watching these types of films just to understand like the that's masters doing it really. Yeah. You know, uh, so that's why. So funny, funnily enough, you know, people do say that. Um, you know, John Wick has sort of like a, a Hong Kong style. I wouldn't say. I think they've kind of found their own sort of style. Mm. Yeah, it's not. It's not Hong Kong style, and I, no. I'm not. It's not. In, yeah, in my yeah. very, very, very humble opinion, it's not at all. No, I agree. It's, I agree. It's John. It's John Wick style. It's yeah. It's it's. If anything, I I still had the idea. I had the I idea. John Wick I had the idea when I watched Equilibrium. I thought just drop the gunfight back a few inches, a few foot, and that's that. And then you've got John Wick. I ah. Yeah. Uh, John Wick well, you want to so give him a ring, Dave, then, and see if he gets yeah. some money. I know, yeah. If I didn't say, I didn't tell, <laughs> didn't tell anyone. I didn't tell anyone. But when I was watching Equilibrium, you obviously spot his cameo in the Matrix uh, Resurrection. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And his name's Chad. His name's Chad. Yeah, <laughs> and he is a fucking Chad in that, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Hard boiled. I watched. I finally got around to watching the special edition version after watching the original maybe fifteen times. I mean, it's unbelievable good thriller. It is a really good story. And if you even dropped out those action sequences, it would still be a great thriller. It is unbelievable. I've, honestly, this special edition of Hard Boiled is one of the greatest films ever made. It really is one of the best films ever made. Uh, and Andy, you know, like the thing is, is that I think if you watched, if you watched a film like Enter the Dragon or even sort of this film, Eastern Condors, you could probably go, well, I've seen this done less good in other films where... I think with Hard Boiled, you'll watch that, and I still don't think that type of action has been matched in any other film. How can I watch this film? Is it still out? Come on, come on to mine, and we'll we'll have a few lagers, and we'll watch the special edition of Hard Boiled, and it's right. unreal. It it is, right. honestly, it is it is it's so good because sometimes in these kung fu action films, they're like, well, okay, the the script. And the acting doesn't matter as much. It's not like it's shit, but it doesn't matter as much. But in Hard World, you have everything. Great acting, great script. Some of the, probably the finest action you'll ever see. It doesn't have, it's not fights. There's no fights, really. It's predominantly gun yeah. food. But it is. You know what, um, Andy? The, the film stars a guy called Chow Yun Fat. And he. Um, Chewing the fat. Chow Yun Fat. And, the coolest man. And the thing is, the he's time. the coolest man in the world. And the reason why is because this film opens not with just like a, him sort of like putting on glasses <laughs> or whatever. If it opens with him in a jazz bar playing the saxophone. Dave, it could have been you. It could have been you. I know. Is it a clarinet or a saxophone? It's like no, is it, it's a clarinet, is it? isn't it? The first yeah, thing it's is clarinet. Like, it's a clarinet. Yeah. Game and yeah. bonsai. Tequila slammers, <laughs> everything about him is the coolest. I don't know what it is about Charion Fat that makes him the coolest person to ever be on film. It's weird. I just, he just is. He, it, it's... There, was, there was a news article a few years ago that he is the richest actor of all time, like a billion billionaire. <laughs> wow. Is that true? <laughs> I, but he gave it all to charity, I think. He's such a nice guy. As well. Pirates of the Caribbean 3 money, maybe. I'm starting to see Dave in a new light now. I think you live your life through these characters. I, I just, I never knew this before, but it's starting to be like, mm, I live my life vicariously through everyone I've ever met. I just sit here. <laughs> but yeah, Andy, watch, watch Shang-Chi, because the second mm. guy from uh, Hard Boyle's in that as well. And he is fucking quality. Uh, the Marvel thing. Yeah, yeah. Watch Shang-Chi and then watch all these films that we're recommending. What a gosh, I'm so sorry. I have to find his name. What is his name? Tony Leung. Tony Leung. Yeah, because yeah. he, he is, he's a, a fantastic actor. He's a he's a fantastic actor before an action star. Guy that that did all the that kind of did all the choreography, um, that planned all the choreography for Shang Chi, is a guy called Brad Allen, and um, unfortunately he passed away just before the film was going to be released. Um, yeah. uh, but he was part of Jackie Chan's stunt team, and he's he is actually in a lot of Jackie Chan's films. He, he does like a really great fight with Jackie Chan in a film called Gorgeous, uh, where they sort of both put on these boxing gloves. And it's just, it's a really kind of great fight to see. I'd, I'd, you put that on YouTube, Jackie Chan Gorgeous, and you, that fight scene will come up. 
the guy that's I forgot the name of the character the guy that wears the is it Death Eater wears that white mask with the red on it but yeah he's quite that guy's quality as well I've seen some behind the scenes videos of him doing shit man yeah yeah so he they're, they've got a YouTube channel called The Marshall Club I think uh, I'm sure lots of people are listen to this going like trying like screaming at us trying to correct each name and everything like that but um, but yeah the, he he has a, a great YouTube channel called The Marshall Club Andy Andy Lee Andy Le Andy Lee that's a yeah yeah Andy yeah so the thing is is that what one thing is that if you, there's this this wave of short short films that have started that have kind of come up on youtube of these kind of stunt coordinators that make these short films that and you can see the clear influence on like hong kong cinema in, in the kind of 80s and 90s that have had in it you know i'd recommend a, a short film called Ropadope, which um is kind of you could see jackie chan and you know all of this style of kind of martial arts all over it and it's really well it's only about 15 minutes long maybe no about 12 minutes long but it's kind of um i'm not going to give anything away but um it's it's so um like tightly um there's so many sort of visual jokes in it and it's just it's perfect it's just a perfect short film that's that's the perfect description it's perfect it's the it's the movie that we didn't know we needed but it's incredible. It's like the most fun 12 minutes you'll see a film yeah. called Ropadope. Um, <laughs> oh my God, and Ropadope 2 as well. <laughs> Ropadope 2 is brilliant as well. So if you've, got, if you've got like 25 minutes to spare, then just watch both those films back to back because they're brilliant. Send me the link, Shafi. I'll put them in the description. Yeah, excellent. No problem. Can we talk about the Eastern Condors now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. I, I warned, I said that we're getting going to get self-indulgent in this. So, um, but, uh, okay, so yeah, let's talk about this cast because, um, we, well, I guess we can talk about MVPs. Uh, so, Andy, who's your MVP of this movie? Oh, my God. I like the hybrid, you, the guy that's, the, the guy with the red bandana. Yeah, that's Summer Hung. But I have to give it, I have to... I have to just give a shout out to the gorilla girl. Did like yeah. So the, the lead, the lead girl, who yeah. gets her arm chopped off. That's Summer Hung's wife, Joy Joy Gazenzi. Joyce Gazenzi, sorry. Yeah, she's hot, man. I liked the seventy-year-old um, man. I thought he was the gangster, <laughs> right? But for me, he was actually forty when they filmed this. Yeah, that's the thing. It didn't look something about. Yeah, for me, it's the villain, just because because he's just stuck with me. That he's yeah. like fair play to him. Yeah, the mom in the Golden Girls was actually the youngest. Crazy. So the um, so the guy, so the guy, the old guy, um, he, the guy that they call call uncle and stuff like that. He oh. is um, his name is Yun Wu Ping, and Yun Wu Ping, Carl, you know who Yun Wu Ping is. Is he the Matrix guy? Yeah. So basically, Yun Wu Ping, he's actually like a like a renowned choreographer director he um directed firstly like some of the early um martial arts classics like the drunken master and snake and eagle shadow stuff like that and then what happened was that the matrix the, the wachowskis they wanted to bring um eastern action to their sort of american film so they um hired young Wu ping to do all the choreography and that basically blew it made him like one of the busiest people in Hollywood because they saw that in the matrix and they sort of, you know, use kind of wire you know, Kung Fu and stuff like that. And he ended up, you know, being like employed by practically every kind of like big blockbuster to, to sort of like uh, choreograph their sort of action scenes. But he's got, so then what he ended up doing, he, but he was still sort of making films in Hong Kong. He made a great film called Iron Monkey. Um, and that's kind of got a lot of wire work as well. So when I say wire work is when people sort of jump up in the air, but, they sort of do about five kicks while they're up in the air and stuff like that before they land. Um, uh, And then what he's done now, what what he's become very famous for is um, directing the um, Ip Man series. So that, so basically there's a a big Hong Kong star called Donnie Yen who's in um, um, Star Wars Rogue One. Yeah. You're known from Rogue One, Andy, the blind guy. What legend. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's the thing is, that's underrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that fight's really underrated. I think he is. Yeah, it's a good fight. Fast. He is absolutely yeah. lightning fire. Sorry, all these Ip Man films were directed by um, Yan Wu Ping. So, so I've not so, seen any um, of them. Are they are they worth watching? <gasps> What's the Yeah, you'll really like them. You'll really like them. You really. Oh my god! 
Kyle. And there's, yeah. yeah, Kyle, the first one is so good. They're all, I think like they're all the on Netflix as well. So yeah, I need yeah, to man. watch them. Do all four back to back. Okay, so Kyle, who's your MVP? Uh, yeah, I liked, uh, shit, I've lost it. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to say his name right. Uh, Yun Biao. Yeah. I thought he had like the best action. I think it was him where they were on the cart with the, the buffalo. Mm. And the cart flips yeah. and they all fall out of it. And one of them yeah. fucking la- stacks it and he lands on his neck. I'm like, how <laughs> yeah. is he fucking walking? I think it was him that did that. There's yeah, like two or three that? occasions where they land like, awkwardly. I'm like, how have they, f- have they put crash mats and then put dust on top to <laughs> butt those? Yeah, 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 yeah. A couple of times they're like, there's one bit where a guy gets like, um, like a wrestling move where they backdropped him like flat on his fucking neck and back. I'm like, how is that guy all right? <laughs> yeah, I thought he was, he, he was, uh, he probably had the best kind of uh, fight scenes to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. All right. And how about you, Dave? I'd have to agree. Yeah. Because Samohan was really quite in the background, really, wasn't he? He, he I guess he predominantly directed it, you know. So, but funny uh, enough. Yeah. So, yeah, th- those that don't know, and I'm not sure, um, just to let you and Andy know as well, is that Samo Hung was, he normally plays the comedy character. So, he, he's normally quite overweight and he's normally. The comedy um, sort of relief in a lot of these martial arts films. He can move for a bit, can't he, man? Yeah, he can. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he lost a load of weight, and this is like he pretty much has a straight face. He's pretty much the straight shooter throughout this whole film. Even like so much so that he has to feel like he has to sort of stick to the mission and cut this girl's (laughs) hand off and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's bad, isn't it? Yeah, it's really quite weird seeing him like that. I loved him. I thought he was brilliant. It's, he was just so unique. And that scene where they first have a f- sort of little fight in the little shack, yeah. they're pulling knives, pulling guns and stuff. That was unbelievable. And that's, again, that's when it's a dance. It's a dance. Because that would never happen where you suddenly both have the guns at each other's head and neck instantly at the same time. So it's a gun. It's, um, so it's timing. It's a dance. It's just so beautiful. <laughs> it's like a comic, it's comic gold. Let, let's talk about this. It's just oh, that scene is is so unreal because he takes on quite a few people and he's like disarming people with knives, guns, trying to stop people pulling knives, stop people pulling guns, and it just ends with them both with guns to each other's head. It's fucking so good, man. I've got a question. What was your favourite move, martial arts move? Ooh. I'll say what mine is. Um... I've got I've got an answer, but uh, but I'll let mm. you. Okay, there's a bit in the end when in a silo where two guys are flipping in the air and one guy just manages to like dick kick some other guy. <laughs> yeah. In midair, it's fucking quality. <laughs> yeah. That was sort of the end of the fight, I think. Yeah. Like game over for that dude. What about you, Dave? Maybe maybe the first kick by um, the main bad dude when he's just yeah, like, that you say, quality, just straight. Yeah. That's how you want to start a fight, like just straight kick <laughs> someone straight into their stomach like that. Game over. It's it was so... sort of making. It was made, it was sort of like the element of surprise because he's yeah. like a he's like a thin yeah. guy with like glasses and he's, but then like he the fact the fact and he's making everyone else do the kills for him. You think oh he's probably quite weedy. He's <laughs> yeah. mad, right? He always obviously because you, you can't really be anything other than that in, in films and he is like stick fin and stuff. But he's such a badass the way oh he moves God. and stuff. Yeah. In Dragons yeah. Forever, he's Forever. crazy. Exactly, it's just like. <laughs> And Kung Fu Hustle, one of the best films ever made. Like, I just love his style. And his comedy is so funny in it as well. I just, oh, that is, oh my gosh, viewers, please watch Kung Fu Hustle if you haven't seen it, because that is comic gold. The best thing I like was when they're in the forest or jungle, whatever, and he's up a tree and he's got the, 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 the two knives. He jumps off a tree, stabs yeah. the guy. It's insane. <laughs> and then, like, then he does, like, Oh, fucking hell, I don't know. This might not be like consistent, but then there's like the Ronaldo kick with the fucking coconut thing, and then there's just <laughs> kicks to the face, and then there's like some other geezer with a rope, and he like pulls a guy Edgar up. Edgar like, kick. Davids did it in the, uh, the Nike. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's amazing. It it's incredible, isn't it? The, the only thing that beat that was when the guy, the guy who had the motorbike, is in fucking the Golden Eye thing, and he kicks the guy in up in the chin. It's oh, oh god, that's genius. It was cool. But yeah, man. The, the flying the flying gravity daggers for me was next level. <laughs> yeah, the, you know, sorry, you talking about a Nike advert? I think it was the Brazil World Cup or something where there was an advert. There was an advert where the where they're playing the Brazil team are playing football in the airport. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah. 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 France night, yeah, yeah. John Woo directed that. Yeah, oh wow. Yeah. John Woo directed yeah. that. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god, really? Yeah. That's insane. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Can we can we talk about leaf guns? Yes. yes. <laughs> Fucking quality. Oh my god. <laughs> in the garden trying to get the rabbits. Is that a real thing? Because that is absolutely quality. I'm guessing it's not. But... <laughs> I'm guessing not. But still, we like to come. But then again, what? That, that can't be CGI, can it? So yeah, I'm sure. I don't know how we managed. Well, yeah, they actually got some extras and just killed them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we do things real on this set. I'm sorry. You're gonna die now. <laughs> you were paid well. Yeah. <laughs> That's like MacGyver shit, man. Just using what you've got. Um, so basically we sent out tweets saying that, uh, asked people to share their thoughts on the film. Um, Andy Gorham, uh, at Andrew M. Gorham. Okay. So he said, uh, great movie. So many excellent fights and actors on board for this movie contains one of my favorite spinning roundhouse kicks from Yambio in any yes. film. Well, yeah, said, yeah, yeah. It's great. Uh, the great, uh, Matt Azery, who's kind of like a big appreciator of Asian cinema and particularly South Asian cinema. He has a podcast called Video Culture, um, which is great. And, um, he has said that, um, I've always wanted to see the version of Eastern Condors with the prison basketball scenes restored. I can't believe those bits never surfaced. Also, I say this is one of the best of the innumerable dirty dozen riffs. So yeah, it is kind of like. So was, is it? Is there a basketball scene when they were in prison then? I didn't... Apparently there's a whole section of them being in prison where there's like a, a fight in a, in, you know, in a basketball court and, uh, oh. and you know, other sort of fight, fight scenes in prison. So, um, oh. so yeah, it's a, sh- it's a shame because what, what happened was that when this was first released in the UK, the BBFC did significant cuts. Oh, the, you know, the scene twice. when you, you mm. know, um, um, <laughs> Yum, Yum Bio, when you first meet him and he and he rips the head off the snake yeah yes they cut that scene and it's a it's only recently that 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 scene has resurfaced that's a real snake is that a real snake it's a real snake yeah it's, it was already dead but that... oh, there you go. i didn't see this bit my dvd version must have not had that oh yeah, so there you go that explains it there you go so wow. they cut that wow. version yeah but the bit where he takes, he, he kind of twists the snake head off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But it was a bit pointless because he's just talking and does it. It's like, why? What was the point of that whole bit? <laughs> yeah, I thought that. To I was like, that is he, it to that, show him? He's, he's trying to show these not. Yeah, he's not scared of snakes. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> so the uh, the outlaw Vern, a big guy, uh, you know, appreciative action films. He's been, you know, really. For, for years and years, um, he's been writing about kind of DTV action films and, you know, just a, um, he actually responded to our tweet saying, uh, a classic, I love how it feels like a Rambo era American movie combined with the very best of Hong Kong action. Joyce Gadensky, uh, who plays basically the lead of the uh, Gorilla Girls, um, is incredible. Uh, my favorite part is when she gives this look and basically he sent a, a pic of um, when they're underneath the truck and she oh. looks at Yambio kind of uh, with a sort of look of disdain. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was a beauty pageant winner, wasn't she? She's not like a... She, well, no, she, she was Miss Hong she. Kong. Yeah. She was Miss Hong Kong. So, she was really pretty. So uh, at Shin Invin Ninja, sorry if I pronounced that wrong, <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's straight up one of the very best mission action films in my book. Policy. Well uh, and um, at Echo Lee number two, one thing that's always uh, stuck with me from a review I read about 20 years ago, one of the few Kung Fu movies that have made peace with the existence of firearms, which is, yeah, I guess you could say, yeah. um, you know, because those like Ringo Lam, John Woo, Johnny Toe films there, you wouldn't really call them martial arts films. I mean, they do sort of contain elements of martial arts but they're more sort of you know act full-on action films so yeah this is like the this is like a very right rare hybrid hmm. i yeah, do I love, love the whole it. bit with the machine gun nests man that's quality yes yeah, yeah exactly i would have been i'd have been so upset if the film had ended at that kind of point where, where it could have in theory i guess ended with that shootout but then when the moment the lights went on in the silo i was like oh yes oh yeah i know we 
just looking at the layout, I knew we were in for some carnage. And my God, did it deliver. That that scene where they're on the bridge. So the two actors that, so you know who they call uncle and yeah. also the guy with the permanent cigarette in his mouth. Yeah. So the, those, so yeah, as I said, Yan Wu Ping, who plays uncle, he, he's like a, a legend in uh, Hong Kong cinema. But sitting next to him, the guy with a cigarette in his mouth, is another kind of very well-renowned martial arts director called Corrie Yen, who um, directed the first Transporter film. Oh, okay. He, oh, wow. Um, he uh, di- directed Writing Wrongs, which me and Dave were talking about oh. um, earlier today. Um, you know, just like two legends um, just sitting next to each other, sharing the scene. It's just uh, <laughs> for, for any sort of Hong Kong uh, cinema fan it's just a, it's a big uh... I, I have to confess I, I haven't seen the film but I've, I've, I, it's just almost impossible and I've seen two or three fights from it and it's just unreal isn't it my god yeah that and uh, Yes Madam as well uh, he directed that um, with uh, with Michelle Yeoh and Cynthia Rosswalk. Um <laughs> and our good friend uh, Scott Wiley, friend of the podcast, he says one of the few role, roles Samo put in work to cut weight and look like a soldier should, in his mind, uh, has some of the best fights in any of his films and the serious, seriousness which it presents itself really makes it stand out from other films of that era. Oh, nice. Yeah, because those, honestly, there's three fights at the end. You get three fights, don't you? It's unreal. Um, it's those fights that are off the chain. So Samo Hung, he has a fight kind of at the top of the stairs with someone, yeah. and that guy is called Billy Chow, and he, you know, is he normally sort of plays like the the big boss at the end that they have to defeat, and he's in probably one of the best fight scenes ever in a in a remake of the Fist of Fury called fist of legend and uh you know so that that's kyle you i think in the mortal Kombat episode you were talking about kind of fight scenes that last like really long well mm-hmm. um F- fist of legend has uh, a fight okay. between this guy called billy chow and and jet lee and uh and it, it lasts a while but it's such an epic fight scene it's just it's incredible it's just i mean D- dave's less of a fan of it but um I, I think uh, it's, no, it's, it's I, one of the very best. It, it, yeah, it, it's, it's it's a great, great fight. It's, it's like, yeah, because he's dressed up like a soldier, isn't he? He's got those green, sort of green soldier on and those brown boots. Such a hard bastard as well. He just sort of, like, headbutts them all the time. Yeah. He, like, he, like, headbutts through the glass to headbutt him and stuff. It's just a nutter. Yeah, it is. Oh, it's nice. It's great. It is great. Yeah. I, was, I'm, I should be more kind to that. Cool, yeah, thanks to everyone that got in touch with us. Thank you very much, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, nice, that's, man, that was nice. really cool. And um, uh, yeah, please, if you want to, if you still have thoughts about the film, um, please contact us. Um, we'll be, uh, we'd uh, still read them out in whatever episode we, we find. 100%, so, yeah. Um, cool. Uh, any other thoughts about this film? That water cage is some torture there because you can't sleep, you can't, it's fucking horrendous. I always used to think I might, I might have drowned myself if I could just hold myself under, just finish it. You know, not situation to be in, man. Thanks, Dave. (laughs) 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 It's just every Monday morning. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I have a bath. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just end it now. I like to have seen Rob De Niro kind of push um, Christopher Walken up and over and do the somersault thing. I think that would have been a cool thing to do. <laughs> yeah, that would have been yeah, a cool if only they, If only they had Samu Hung and Yambio there. Um, uh, the guy that starts the film a bit uh, of a nutter, but he actually ends up not being a nutter, that's a guy called Hang Gore, who um, actually ended up winning an Oscar oh, wow. for The oh. Killing Fields. He sadly passed away. Um, oh no! Yeah, in the kind of mid nineties, he passed away. But he won a oh, uh, yeah, he won an Oscar in the seventies for uh, the Killing Fields. So in a mad way, it didn't it? Didn't really feel like an eighties film. Like all the eighties films I've seen, you're like, fuck, yeah. that's so eighties. But it kind of does and it doesn't in this film. Like, yeah, I don't know whether that's a Western well. thing or no. They said it well. It felt like the seventies. Really did feel like seventies, didn't it? Do you know what though? I I, I really love Vietnam films. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? I was thinking that this is a Vietnam film, isn't it? And you don't really think about it at the time. Let's go to the one word reviews. It's the one word review, one word review, one word review from us to you. 
except for Dave, who says, oh, so beautiful. So I'm going to go oh, with gosh. Kyle. What's your one word review? High flying. <laughs> Dave, what's your one word review? Explosive. Explosive. And how about you, Andy? What's your one word review? Fucking quality. Great. <laughs> Fantastic. What about you, Shafi? I hope you know Stupendous. That's it. Stupendous. Oh, nice. Okay, so, right. Now, we have actually hit round five. Yay. Wow, really? Round it took a while to get there, because, fucking hell, how long has it been since, what is it, Willy's Wonderland was... Like mid December, wasn't it? We've had an extra one this time, though, man, because of uh, yeah. Sound of Music Remark, haven't we? So. I thought you were yeah. going to go back to how long it's been since you watched that really shit film with the star of all of this. Oh, you mean just Woody's Wonderland? <laughs> oh, fucking hell. No, Why do you have to do what, 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 what did he say? What's the shit film? <laughs> he's talking about <laughs> Ford vs. Ferrari again. That's what he's doing. Got a great star. It's, 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 it's round five. Um, nice to meet you. <laughs> in, in the, you know, the first round for 2022, Andy, start us strong. What's your choice of the next film? All right, so the next film has got one of my favourite. <laughs> let's, let's check Cineworld and of see what's going to be released. It's a Matt Damon classic. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. All right, so you. Um, you guys may know an actor, Mads Mickelson. Is, yeah. is it the film? Yeah, I think it's the film that I'm hoping it's going to be. Please. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be watching Riders of Justice. Yes. I was going to pick that as my own film. So well done, Andy. Oh, wow. wow. I tell you I what. Know, it's on Sky, you, so go around to Andy's house to watch it. You lot are going to mm-hmm. fucking, fucking love Have you seen it, Shaka? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, for oh sake. no! Because no, oh, seen every the film. There's no breaking film the rules again. But it's fine though. It's. I remember I showed you a clip of it. One, like a clip of one, one part. Shafi, yeah. I had to throw out all of my Danish currency because I didn't want to catch the coronavirus. Fuck you, Very good. Okay, so. Please send any questions, comments, praise, hate mail, or one more reviews to the popcorn post bag at whodroppedthepopcorn at gmail.com. Or like, follow, harass us on Twitter at whopopcorn or on Instagram at whodroppedthepopcorn. You can also leave a review on your podcast app. And please remember, like and subscribe. You've been listening to Drop the Popcorn. We really appreciate it. See you soon. Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye.